On today's episode of College Storm Sports, Alex Merritt is back, ready to talk some more NBA for the first time in a couple weeks. I'll be getting into the Lakers situation with LeBron, also the Celtics uh, mini-collapse, even though they won a big game last night. Um, we'll also be talking about the Rookie of the Year race between Luka Doncic and Trey Young. I believe Trey Young's closed the gap. I could be wrong. We'll talk about it. Um, and then we will also give our top 10 power rankings as we get just a little bit closer to the playoffs, so you don't want to miss all of this. It's going to be a really great episode. You doing all right today, man? I am, as I take a sip of this nice water. Oh, it's I, great water. <laughs> I am uh, doing swell. It's a good day to be um, to be alive. Yeah, I was about great to say day to be good alive. day to be a Georgia Bulldog, but got to say objective. So. Well, I mean, I think it'd be okay. We go to the school. Okay, yeah, it's a great day to be a Georgia Bulldog. Great As day to is be every alive. Day. <laughs> As is every day. You know, the dogs had that great win against Florida the other night. Mm-hmm. Or it was a few days ago, but um, Florida fans were really upset about it, which is always great for Oh, it's, it's a great thing. <laughs> Whenever Florida fans are upset, it's like the best possible thing that could happen for the day. And then right after that happens, um, the player of the year for the state of Florida, Carson Beck, elite quarterback for the twenty. Uh, 20 class commits to UGA. Kirby. Oh, UGA Kirby. offers him. Four days later, commits. Yep. <laughs> Kirby's been doing that. Uh, I'm not trying to extend this intro longer than it is, but like Kirby's like just playing around with Florida. He really is. Like, it's so fun to watch. Yeah. It's just great. And they keep saying like, "Oh, y'all aren't going to be great. Like we're going to beat you in the next 10 years." I'm like, nah. I've seen people. I've seen more people say that um, after seeing Carson Beck commit. And they were saying uh, that Kirby doesn't know how to develop quarterbacks, and you know, <laughs> he he won't be nearly as good at Georgia as he would have been at Florida. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Mullins just had Tim Tebow, like that's it, and he had Dak, and, and Dak he, had one good year. Yeah, Come Dak's on. an average NFL quarterback. Yeah, Dak's an average NFL quarterback. Tebow was had one good playoff run, but even in their college careers, like Tebow had a great Kirby Smart. Yeah, at exactly. Georgia or at Bama. <sighs> yeah. He, I I love when Florida fans say that because I know it's not true and they're just they're looking for ways to like okay we got we got to best him we got to best him somehow. Well, actually, wait, was Dan Mullen the OC or was Dan Mullen at Florida in two thousand five? No, he was okay. he was only on Meyer's staff. I was about to say because I don't know if Georgia beat Florida in two thousand five because Kirby was the running backs coach in two thousand five. Right. But I don't know if Dan Mullen was on Florida's staff. I don't think point. so. That was the first year under Meyer? No. It was. No, two thousand was it six or five? Two thousand five. Because he had one recruiting class before the championship. Oh, okay. I th- yeah, I'd have to look it up, but I don't think so. It's either six or five for sure. Right. I think he got hired in oh eight. Um either oh seven or oh eight. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll look it up. Yeah. We'll look yeah, it up. Yeah. Uh yeah, to not not trying to extend this any I mean we're already like three minutes in. Uh this podcast is presented by sunglasses. You know when you step outside and it's very bright outside and you can barely see anything and Alex is demonstrating his sunglasses right at this current moment. <laughs> it's doing its job. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, we got this great new invention or invention that's been around for a while called sunglasses. You put them on, they protect you against uh, UV rays and, and LED rays. Whatever those are. And what, yeah, whatever those are. Uh, and protect your uh, eyes from getting uh, not being able to see anymore. So yeah. sunglasses, thank you so much. They uh, have been a huge help. Uh, this podcast is also presented by Flags. If you want to show off your team spirit or your political spirit or just want to have something there at spring break, go out and get yourself a flag. I got my Georgia flag hanging over there right now. Something I've to got, put on the beach uh, during spring break. Yeah, exactly. It's fantastic. I've got my USA flag over there. So flags are littering all across this apartment. So, again, thank you, flags, for letting us show off our spirit in whatever way we decide. Four and a half minute for an intro. Longest one I've done. We're going to get into NBA talk when we come back. Stay right here. Alex and Dylan, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Four and a half minute intro. I wasn't expecting that, but we got into a nice conversation about Georgia beating Florida, so yeah. I ha- I have to include that. Yeah, have to. So how are you doing, man? Everything good today? Yeah, it's a busy day. You got a lot to do. Yeah, why don't you tell everybody what you're doing today? Because that's uh, pretty <laughs> impressive. Um, I am. 
currently trying to get onto the school newspaper at UGA. It's called the Red and Black. Uh, it's actually a pretty well-known student newspaper, mm -hmm. um, at least in the field of journalism. Uh, and I'm actually, for an assignment, I'm interviewing the director of our certificate program that Dylan and I are in. Uh, her name is Vicki Michaelis. Vicki, if you're somehow listening to this, I will see you at 2 o'clock. Um, I won't be late, I promise. Um, <laughs> We're going to keep this podcast short. It's currently 1230. We're going to try and keep this to an hour so we can all rush over. I have to go to the Foley Field today for a baseball game. So we're, we'll try and wrap this up yeah. as quickly as we can. But we got a lot to talk about today. Yes. Uh, yes. But congratulations on that story. That's yeah. huge, big time for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, best of luck to you this afternoon. Thank you. Let's get into the NBA. So the Los Angeles Lakers are clearly the top story. Mm. Maybe because it's LeBron, but it also has something to do with the brand. They, they are in the midst of missing the playoffs for their sixth consecutive year. Yeah. They missed five in the first 65 seasons. Like, that that graphic jumps out at me, and it's just shocking. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I mean, I know the NBA's history, and, like, you know, the Lakers have won 17 NBA championships, only one behind the Boston Celtics. I know that. But I honestly didn't know that they've not made the playoffs 11 different times, and it's six in the past six years. Yeah. Like, what, what were your thoughts, like, seeing that? Like stacks, I think everyone's seen it at this point. I mean, it's surprising because it's amazing how mismanaged the Lakers are right now, given the prestige of their organization. I like Magic Johnson as an executive. I do but too. I think this season he screwed up with the whole AD situation. Um, he kind of just put a vendetta on him. Yeah, like he he basically said like we need a second superstar or I mean he said that like he's gonna he has to get a second superstar he's gonna quit. Yeah. He said that, I think, after LeBron signed. Mm -hmm. Maybe before LeBron signed. But I remember him saying that. Like, if this doesn't work, then I'm going to step down. Yeah. So he's put a vendetta on himself to get this second superstar. And the first attempt is a swing and a miss. Well, they have multiple chances. Uh, they missed out on Paul George last year. Uh, they don't want to say should, but they should be the front runner for Kawhi. They should, yeah. Um. And we talked about this. I don't think Kawhi is re-signing unless Toronto wins a championship. Or gets to the finals. Because they could, the finals. they could get to the finals and get whacked by the Warriors and still like their like like their chances. Well, if they get swept, I don't know. If they get swept, it's different. But I think they'll win like at least one or two series. games in Toronto. Yeah. I mean, look at the Warriors this year. They've they've had like five 20-point losses at home. In the yeah. first like five years of Steve Kerr, they had two. The Warriors have been... A Really interesting this year. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't think they're the favorites anymore. Um, I think the Bucks are the favorites right now. I do too. We'll um, get that. We'll get to that in the power rankings for yeah. sure. Um, with the Lakers, yeah, I think Kawhi would be a great addition. Um, you have a defensive player like Kawhi is huge. a top, at least top five defensive player in basketball. I think he's one of those guys that if he won Defensive Player of the Year every year, I would not. Like be opposed. I would say him, Paul George, Rudy Gobert. Um, oh, I just had another name. Who was I thinking of? Paul George, Rudy Gobert, um, AD Knight. Well, yeah, AD's got AD's, some good defensive AD's skills. He's good. got some blocks. Um, I'd say Clay Thompson's in that discussion. Clay Thompson's pretty underrated because he guards their best player, their best, uh, their best winger, whoever the Warriors play. He's guarding them all the time. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. So, but he's definitely in like that elite tier. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's won Defensive Player of the Year before. Right? He won the year before he sat out. Yeah, yeah. And then Rudy, Rudy won it last year. I'm pretty no, sure Draymond. Draymond. No, Draymond did not win it last year. He Rudy didn't win it though. He I could have swore it was Rudy. He came in because like I, everyone thought he was gonna win and he didn't win. Do you mind checking that? I just don't think it's Draymond. We'll keep it going while you're looking that up. Uh, what what year? Um, 2017? 2018. 2017 was the year Kawhi won it. Oh, it was Rudy. Mm -hmm. Then maybe it was the year before where Draymond won it and everyone thought Rudy would win it. I think that, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So Kawhi won in twenty sixteen. And Draymond in his prime is also like a top five defensive player. Yeah, he is as well. Like he's, he's like it, not it's prime. so sad to say he's already out of his prime. He's not that good right no, now. No, he's not. He's not playing very well. 
if there was one player, like, we've been talking about this for years, like, if it's there's one player they had to cut... It'd be it, Draymond. Yeah, it'd be Draymond. There's no question about it anymore. I mean, DeMarcus is going to leave anyways. So is KD, it looks like. So it looks like you may have to keep Draymond. Well, it depends. <laughs> and see like, what he does. It pretty much just comes down to whether they want Clay Thompson or KD. I both think you want Clay. I would take Clay because, like, the original Splash Brothers, that's what started the whole thing. Um, KD's already moved his headquarters to New York. Like, remember last year when LeBron was making his decision and, like, he, like, bought a house in L.A. and his kids, like, enrolled into school there. And we're all still, like, where is he going? Yeah. And we were so stupid. Yeah. He was going to L.A. the whole time. Yeah. KD's going to New York. He put his headquarters there. He won't answer any questions about the Knicks. He gets pissed off when you ask him about the Porzingis trade. Oh. He's, he's going to New York. Yeah, it looks like it. It's it's easy. And we'll do the same thing this summer when he signs. We'll be like, we were so stupid. We should have known this like seven months ago. We are putting it on the table now. <laughs> Katie is going to New York. Put a nickel in it. You heard, Put a nickel in it. I like it. <laughs> you heard it here first, though. You definitely heard it here on the CDS podcast before anybody else. I'm pretty sure someone's probably said it. But we're we're putting our foot down. I will grant I will bet my life savings, which is not a lot, <laughs> but I will grant my life savings that KD will be signing with a team. With a team. But I believe <laughs> that that team is the New York Knicks. You're gonna give your life savings that he's gonna sign with a team. He's not gonna go and like do if something. If he retires, else. then I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. So. To get back onto the point, the Lakers, it's so interesting to me that they were playing so well before, and then LeBron gets hurt, and then the AD thing happens, and then LeBron comes back, like, right as that thing's, like, starting to deteriorize, and, I don't know, it's just been amazing to watch, like, just the collapse. When you have Patrick Beverly getting into LeBron's head, like, this small guy... That like LeBron's like towering over, and he's just like flailing around him yeah. and making LeBron just uncomfortable. I think that's that's when you know like this team is not well, anywhere where they need to. LeBron also went to this like little playoff mode. He has not gone into playoff mode. I'm sorry. Playoff mode for me, for LeBron well, no, like on social media. Like, on, like, okay, but he's still posting on social media. He hasn't gone zero dark thirty. Interesting. He goes zero dark thirty, like. Right as the playoffs start. Yeah, but I thought he did that because the Lakers were like, you know, like two weeks ago when the play- Lakers were, you know, outside of the playoffs. And people were talking about LeBron, like, going dark so he could focus on getting into the postseason. I've looked at his social media. It's still very active. Because I was Damn looking at LeBron. Yeah, like, that's what I was expecting. I was like, okay, playoff mode. He's going to shut everything down, and we're just going to get the basketball player. No, he's he's still on Twitter. Like I told you before the podcast, he's A and Ring uh, Two Chains' new album, yeah. "Rapper Go to the League." Um, so he's like retweeting stuff for that. He's Man, tweeting out stuff. He tweeted out something when you know you've seen the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar story. Like yeah. he sold like three point three mil for all his like championship stuff yeah. and like just signed memorabilia and gave it all to charity. Yeah, LeBron had a picture on Instagram like the next day. Nice. Yeah, that's a great thing, but like, oh, yeah, yeah. but like when you're expecting LeBron to go oh dark thirty, and you know, just be the basketball player, like that's what I expected. I was kind of like, I was kind of upset by it. Yeah, because like you know, I've watched LeBron the past eight years do this and like go into this ultra zone and get to the finals every year. It's been amazing to watch, but I don't know. This one just kind of seemed that. Him saying I'm going into playoff mode just kind of seemed like something to get the fans on their side. Because I think the fans were starting to turn. Well, I'm starting to think because the Lakers have good players. They have they a do. good starting five. That's why it's so interesting to me that, so like... I think it's the coaching. And they're pro- I think they're going to they're gonna fire Luke Walton. They have to. Yeah. If they don't make the play... The minute that they're out of the playoffs, they fire Luke Walton. Yeah. But who do you get? Like... Do you yeah. try and sign? Um, oh, who am I thinking of? Ty Lue? No, because I know him and LeBron butted heads a little bit. I, I mean, mm, yeah, kind because of. Because honestly, end. he's not that great of a coach. He's really not. It it was helped by LeBron and Kyrie. Yeah. Them winning a championship, 
But they, I mean, that was the guy that they wanted. Yeah. I mean, they had they had the European guy who I don't remember his name at all. David Blatt. Oh God, David David Blatt. He actually was not that bad. Of a He's not a bad though. coach. Just like when you're putting him with LeBron, they didn't mesh well. No, two no. completely different styles of play. Yeah. But Ty, they like Ty Lue because he came in and just let LeBron and Kyrie run the show. Yeah. And that's when they were most successful. Yeah. So They should hire Phil Jackson. God. Try. <laughs> if uh, LeBron wins a championship with Phil Jackson, is he, is he already better than Kobe as a Laker? Just one championship. No. No? No. I, Kobe, I think so. Uh, no, I can't see it. I can't see it. I come on, you, come on. You'd have to think so. LeBron is not is never going to be a better Laker than Kobe, ever. Really? No. Okay. Okay. Listen to my theory though. Kobe won two championships as the leader. He won three as the second guy. LeBron's going to be the leader on that team no matter what. So even if they win one championship, and let's say it's against Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Who are clearly the best team in the East and will yeah, be for be years. Dominant for a while, yeah. yeah, they're going to be very dominant. Um, I think that's better than two championships because they played the Orlando Magic, who had Dwight Howard, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, the Magic Dwight Howard is is good first ballot Hall of Famer, but no shouldn't be in the finals. Maybe I don't Maybe. think should have. I mean, they had a really good run of games and beat Cleveland somehow, and they got in, and good for them. Like it was. It was a great story. I was okay with it. But winning one championship against the league where the league is, is today, I think is way better than winning the two that he won by himself. And he shouldn't even won the second one. I think Boston had that game until they just absolutely laid a goose egg in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's... it's it, um, it can go either way. I don't like playing the, you know, they should have game. Yeah. But, but you can also look at it from different perspectives. Yeah. You know, like... Falcons Patriots Super Bowl Fifty One. Did the Falcons choke, or did the Patriots just like pull off this amazing comeback? You know, there's different ways to look at it. Um, I compare the mat that Magic team to the what was it like the O the O nine um, Cavs that LeBron took the finals got swept. Oh seven, because O O nine was the Magic year. Oh okay. yeah, and then O seven the Magic is like that Cavs right. Well, okay, like LeBron had the the big d- game against Detroit where he like scored their last like twenty points yeah. and won the game. When that's when we knew LeBron was all that he's been talked about yeah. as being. Yeah, yeah, that was O seven, and then O nine was the Magic year. I was in Colorado when that happened. By the way, like the LeBron shot against Orlando, mm-hmm. that's like just will be in his highlight tape when his career's over. Yeah. Uh, I was in Colorado for that. And Denver was playing LA in the fi- like in the Western Conference Finals. And like everybody at the hotel like was like, Yeah, we don't want LeBron to win. <laughs> if we have to play LeBron, like I we'd rather play the Magic. Mm-hmm. So it it was funny. It was so funny to watch. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I think they need a coaching change. As funny as it would be Phil Jackson. I mean, it's clearly not going to happen. how would Steve Clifford sound? Steve Clifford would be interesting. I think he's a really good coach that's very underrated. Yeah. He, uh, he would be interesting. I think there's not a lot of coaches, though, that are like about to leave their situation. There's not. Because there's a lot Mike of like... Budenholzer would have been so good in LA. He would have been. And you can see he's so Mike good Budenholzer in Milwaukee. Works but works anywhere, though. He works anywhere, but he works better in small markets. Like, he worked well in Atlanta, which I guess is not a small market anymore. No, not anymore. It's starting to become, like, a bigger market. But definitely Milwaukee's that small market that he's just perfect with. They can just kind of fly under the radar and then take off. Yeah. Yeah. I like that with him. Um, I guess, like, the coaching thing would just have to be something we return to. Like, yeah. when we see who's actually available. Because, yeah. they're, I mean, they're going to fire Luke. That's yeah. not a, even a question at this point. But I think... I wonder if they can poach someone. They might. Like, they could probably get someone to come. Yeah. Like, if they really were like, hey, you have a chance... Well, that's the thing, though. Like, a lot of these coaches don't want to be near LeBron. No. Which is weird to say, because, like... So maybe Ty Lue is an option. Yeah. Because there's just nobody else. Right. I, I think Ty Lue has to be looked at. And he was a, you know, he was a Laker. Yeah. So it would make sense. He was sense. also a Hawk. Oh, great. 
good old like the great days of the Hawks back in like the early two thousands when we had no nobody. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I don't miss those times at all. <laughs> I remember like that's when I first started watching basketball, mm-hmm. and oh, we just had terrible teams. Like it wasn't until '08 when we made the playoffs and like almost beat Boston that I was like finally like into basketball. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, uh, let's also talk about the Celtics uh, just for here a minute. Um, Boston sucks. Yeah. They're absolutely terrible. They're going to get AD. I, I don't think so. I think LA is getting AD. I'm putting it on the table. Another I'm on the my table. life savings that I'm going to get to keep from KD. <laughs> um, I am betting my life savings that AD gets traded. To a team, damn, and I like believe that, that team will be the Boston Celtics. Okay, you, okay, you finish <laughs> off on a good note. I was like, all right, that's uh, two really good predictions there. <laughs> I swear to God, if he doesn't get traded, I'm just I'm. He's gonna him. get traded. Like yeah. they have to. Yeah. They're they're benching him. They're not playing him in fourth fans quarters. Are yeah, fans are booing him. He he doesn't want to be there, and it sucks that like this thing didn't work out. With uh, Rich Paul, like two weeks before the trade deadline, saying, yeah. "Hey, we want out." I, I said to you um, last time we were on this podcast, like he should not have done that. He should have like said this a month and a half sooner, or yeah, before. He should have been like in December saying, "Hey, this isn't working out. I want out." Yeah. Instead of like two weeks for the trade deadline, and the Lakers have to pull all these pieces to be able to do it while they can like just kind of slow roll it and just talk like hey we'll give you this and this like maybe every like couple weeks hey we'll give you this and this we'll see with the lakers it's you know they were there was obviously like the time there was the pressure because like to make sure creeping in well and to make sure boston didn't have a play at him yeah that was their now that they didn't trade him now you know once the offseason comes around boston can you know take their time prepare a package and you know they're not rushed to you know, trade for AD when they're not comfortable with the trade. Here's why I don't think he'll go to Boston. Well, and why like, I, I mean, it is kind of up to him, but it's not really up to him. It's really not. Like, that GM could do whatever. He could they, He could send him to Phoenix if he wanted to. If they gave him the best deal, and they honestly could with their potential number one pick and being able to Zion. get Zion. Yeah. Any, any team that gets the number one pick is in the running for AD. Like, for me, it's Boston, LA, and the number one pick. Because Which, Zion's that good. Number one pick side are going to be Phoenix. You know, this is off the top four. Each pick has 25%. It can be, yeah, Phoenix, New York. Cleveland and Chicago. Cleveland, Chicago. And then Atlanta's right outside that. Which top. I would love to be in the top four, but I, I actually kind of like this team where it's at. And we just... We're like three games... Or not we. The Hawks are, I think, three games above the Bulls. Yeah. So we'd really have to go on a tank yeah. to get in the top four. Yeah, I... Uh, honestly, I see the Hawks winning a few games. They're going to win a few games. I like where we're at, and if we added a guy like R.J. Barrett, who can shoot, or a Cam, Cam Reddish, Reddish, I mean, this team is low-key dirty. We don't even need Zion. No. Zion would honestly, I think, ruin what we have. I don't, I don't think Zion's a good fit for the Hawks. No. I think he would try and take over, and you can see this team plays better when it's passing, and Trey Young's getting 17 assists Trae in Young, the game. Zion alley-oops. Oh, that would be oh my god! He would like do windmill, like he'd catch it like right here and just slam it down. Yeah, That'd be awesome from the free throw line. <laughs> oh, it'd be oh, it'd be incredible. He'd already be like at the rim from the free throw line, and he just like float over. It <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so this is why he's not going to Boston. Boston, you can already see they they do not run well when Kyrie Irving's on the floor. I mean, they just won a game last night when he was on the floor. But before that, they that were like, oh, win, and, yeah, they were like, oh, and seven with Kyrie in the floor in like their past fourteen games. Yeah. So, you, you understand that the year before they almost made the finals. They were seconds away from making the finals without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward and their young rookies. To be fair, though. They should have beaten the Cavs. They should have beaten the Cavs. So really, they should... I mean, like I said, they should have gotten to the finals without those guys. So now you come into this season and you're like, okay, we're going to take over the league. You know, we have a chance to beat the Warriors. We have Tatum. We have Kyrie, Gordon coming back. We still have, you know, uh, 
Rogier. We've got Marcus Smart. We've got Jalen Brown. Brown. We have the best coach in the NBA, supposedly. I still think Steve Kerr is the best coach. But I'm, Stevens is like – it's like one and two. It's, they're right next yeah, to each other. Yeah, it's just like how can you really know how good of a coach Kerr is when he's had like literally four all three at least three all-stars on his starting five? Well, I think it's because of the first championship. When he had – Steph was in his MVP form. Clay was getting up there. And Draymond was the defensive player. With those three, he won a championship, should have won two. Yeah, I, I just – Again, I don't like playing the should have game, but like they're up 3-1. Like, a lot of these should-haves are like, well, I think in any other situation, you win that series. Or that I just, happens. I can't... Nine times out of ten, the other way, it's I just have go. a hard time grasping how good of a coach Carr is because of how easy he's had it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I don't want to... Maybe he's but that's what makes him a good coach, because he... But... Well, he just makes it easy for the players. Like, even in this year where they've kind of been just off... They're still they're still dominant. The West. Yeah, they're still like the they're the best team in the Western Conference. They're going to make the finals. It's never been in question, and that's because of the five All Stars. But it's because Kurt just lets them do what they want to do. He didn't say anything to Demarcus last night when he shoved. Uh, was it? I think it was Terry he shoved, Maybe. or it was no? It was Tatum. Tatum he shoved, and then Tatum like grabbed him and he turned back around and like fully pushed him. Yeah, and then he like put his hands up. He's like, "Shit, I knew what I did." <laughs> <laughs> so I do not need another technical. Yeah, God. I'm going to get kicked out of this league before I can win a title. Um, Boston, though, just runs so much better when it's a team. I just don't think they want to break that up just yet for one player. So you're going to have Kyrie who could leave. I don't think he'll leave if AD comes, but potentially he still could. He might want to go join LeBron for some reason. Yeah, but if they don't, because like Boston's... You know, they're still, like, fifth in the West, or in the East. Like, they're still a good team. Yeah. Like, they have a good record. They're, like, 39-25. and 25. Mm-hmm. But if, let's say they, like, flunk out of the playoffs, like, second round, first round, you know, I think there's a bigger chance of Kyrie leaving if they don't at least try to trade for him. Because oh, yeah, he'll leave if they don't try. Because they with that team without AD. So, you know, entice him to stay. But at this point, with the record that I... The stat that I mentioned to open this argument, do you really want to keep Kyrie Irving? You made the fi- you should have made the finals with Jason Tatum, a rookie, as your leader. And you want to keep Kyrie Irving? You want to pay him $35 million a year plus to have you do the same thing over again where it's his show, he doesn't like the Are young you stars? Would you rather have Terry Rozier yes. starting than Kyrie? Yes. In this situation. I don't think the problem is Kyrie, though. The problem is Kyrie. I don't think it is. Every, it's all pointed towards Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I just think... What do you... Okay, so if it's not him, what's the problem? I just think uh, there's a, the Celtics have a lot of good players, and as great of a coach Brad Stevens is, I just don't think he knows how to use them all, you know, interchangeably. I honestly believe... Like, I don't think Stevens know... I don't think he knows how to... Like fully incorporate Gordon Hayward. The Celtics just have so many wings. They have they. That's why they need to trade for AD. They have too many wings because they have. Tatum, okay, so who would Hayward. you trade? What would be a plausible trade for New Orleans to be able to say like, okay, we'll take that? Well, it has to include at least it's got to include Tatum. I, <sighs> I don't like that. I I already don't like. I'm a big either Tatum, Tatum or fan. Gordon Hayward, and then maybe like a Jalen Brown mm-hmm. or Marcus Smart, and then like a couple of picks. I don't know if that would be enough. I don't like, think Boston example, wants to trade Tatum though. Yeah, but if they really, but Davis is a top five player in the NBA. Right, but Tatum could be a top five player in the NBA, and Maybe. he's so young. Maybe. I don't know. Like it's it's a it's a weird thing because it's Davis is only twenty five, so he's his prime is going to last seven years. Yeah, that's two contract worth. It, really it may be worth it to give up Tatum. Yeah, it may be worth it to give up Tatum for that. I just don't if see it. If they're in the win it. now mode, then it is. Yeah, they're definitely in win now mode. I, again, I just don't think it for, you know, the reason that I said, like, Boston just plays so much better as a team rather than have, like, two superstars run the show. They've never been that kind of team. Even when they had the big three, they were, you saw, like, Eddie House would come off the bench and give him, like, 15 points. Uh, they'd have 
Even Brian Scalabrini would score like five points a game, and like <sighs> the White Mamba. Ah, oh, the White Mamba. I miss him. All right, the so goat. just for time's sake. Um, yeah, we're at thirty, so we probably need to wrap that up. Yeah. Uh, the Lakers are going to get him. In I my opinion, I mean, we'll go back and talk about yeah. this like during the free agency period, but I, I just don't think. I think if Boston is serious about winning in the next year or two, then they will. And look, and we know the Lakers are. That's why I think the Lakers will See, send the same. The Lakers deal. are like at least right now they're in like a like a middle of the bridge. Like they're not a rebuilding team, but they're not a win now team. Right. But they're acting like they're a win now team when they're not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we overrated them from the start. Oh, I I knew there wasn't... Like, people were putting them as, the, like, the second seed in the West. I was like, no. bro, there is no Their way... Their ceiling was the fourth or fifth seed. No, I, I said before the season, they're, if they make the playoffs, they're going to be the fifth seed. Yeah. Yeah, their ceiling was definitely the fourth or fifth, and their, their basement even, was not making the playoffs. Which is probably going to happen. Yeah, which is probably going to happen. Um, five and a half back with 18 left. Yeah, I, I don't see them making the playoffs. LeBron will get this much-needed year to rest up. He's 34. He'll rest up for this year. They'll go and get 80 next year. 80 will be the star of that team. They will team. not get 80 next year. They will get 80 next He's year. going to Boston. If they don't get 80, they'll get Kawhi. They'll get a superstar is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That will be able to run the show while LeBron is number two. And who's to say they won't get try and get Boogie, too? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't last year. Yeah, but now well, I think it was because he was coming off the injury. People were a little skeptical of. Yeah, but you let the Warriors snatch him up. Yeah, every team in the league should be ashamed of themselves, especially the New Orleans Pelicans and the Los Angeles Lakers, who I thought the Lakers were going to get and the Pelicans should have kept. Yeah, because then he would have kept AD. Yeah, just for like one extra year, you wouldn't have had all this trouble. Okay, so let's move on. Um, rookie of the year, Luka Doncic versus Trey Young. I think it's between those it? two. Let's see, is there any, even anybody else that could... I Marvin Bagley... He's been pretty good, actually. But Bag, wait, 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 wait. Bagley's a... He's a power forward. Oh, yeah, no, he was in this draft. I forgot. It's It was Aiton, who I don't think is in it. Bagley. Bagley. Technically, Doncic was third. Technically. And then we traded. And technically, they traded. Was fifth. Yeah. I do... Actually, like, Aiton's been okay. He's put up good numbers, but... Aiton's gotten better. If there was a most improved rookie of the year, I'd still give it to Trey Young because he's just going off. But yeah, well, I think Trey's been would pretty be good for the most part. Mm-hmm. I think so. He's been putting up he's like had, seventeen and eight. He was very inconsistent to start the year. Like he would have like those thirty point games, and then next night he would have five. I mean, that happens with every player, though. I think. Well, yeah, but I think he's become more consistent as the season's gone on to where you know oh, you're yeah. getting from Trey Young on a nightly basis. I, mean, I think that's a natural progression, though. I mean, Doncic was more from the start, but you've kind of seen him cool off since the All Star. Well, he's cool been he off, yeah but. he got hurt like right after All Star break, maybe yeah. during All Star break because he wasn't playing that much like coming out of it. But you just I, haven't heard his name much. Exactly. And, you know, since the All Star break, Trey's just been lights out. Like he's been putting up like I don't even want to say hard numbers, but Harden ish numbers. I mean, he's in. Okay, so he during the Bulls game, the trip, the quad overtime game. Oh, wow. What a game. What yeah, a game. A great game. As an objective fan, that was a fantastic yeah, game. That's the, that's the game I did the the last time we're gone. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I have to do that I did game. mine on the rematch. On the second game? Yeah. The that was a good game, one. too. Yeah. Plus, like, the... That was when Trey got ejected. <sighs> Just for that a stare so down. Dumb. Like, that's so stupid. Yeah. I, I like to see the confidence, though, from him. Like... If a player is like backing him down, he is just gonna back up right on him, which exactly. is awesome to see. Um, with the Chicago game, the quad overtime game, he broke like three different records or put yeah. himself into three records that like by a rookie. It's like something with Harden. I can't remember what exactly what the stat was. Um, I think he's like one of the like, two players to have like a 40, 40 15 game this year. Mm-hmm. Forty points, fifteen assists. Yeah. Which is really good. And I think Harden's the only other player. Yeah. Um, he's had he's in the conversation with Michael Jordan for like m- most points scored as a rookie. And then he's also with LeBron and Michael for 40 and 10 games as a rookie. It's mm-hmm. the only two others. And that actually have done it. for the Hawks, um, him and Kevin Herter actually are the First Hawks rookies to hit 100 threes in their rookie year. That's awesome. I think Kevin 
I can't remember who was first. I want to say it was Kevin that was the first to do it. But there's I can see it. I, I, either way, like they both hit 100 threes in the rookie year. First Hawks rookies to do that ever, I believe. Doesn't shock me. Yeah. Doesn't shock me at all. Yeah. He Trey Young. I don't think if I had to vote today, as an objective fan, I'd probably still vote Doncic. Oh, just because like he's been more consistent throughout this season. Yeah. But if Trey gives me another month of what he's doing right now, which will lead us to the end of the year, I I Trey have to is go definitely with him. second, and I would put Bagley third. Yeah, Bagley third, but I think it's just between one and two, in my opinion. Bagley's playing really well. He's had some some good the moments, Kings in general but are surprising. Yeah, but the rest of the Kings are doing so well that it just kind of gets blinded. Yeah, you know, like Darren yeah, Fox is like the, clearly Hield. the star of that team. Now they have Harrison Barnes, who's not playing too bad. I don't know. I think Buddy Hield's the the face right at least right now. Really, I think I, I don't get to be. watch much of the Kings. They're never on TNT because the Houston Rockets are always on TNT. So I never get to watch the Kings. You know, I don't have any of like the sports like you know the NBA center court or whatever, which yeah. I'm gonna get next year. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I think actually we're getting Hulu TV, which will be able to like broadcast those mm-hmm. games which would be awesome um yeah so i don't get to watch them as much but yeah i've watched like whenever they're on i'll watch them and they're they're good yeah. they're really good i don't think they're in the playoffs right now but if but they, they have a good enough playoffs record too. Eight seed, they're like either exactly 500 or they're a game above 500 yeah it's something near it it's like 36 and 34 I yeah, think. but they're a team to look out for next year. Absolutely. The, the Kings are my Nets of the West. <laughs> Nets of the West. That's great. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Um, they're going to make a good run next year. They may even be able to sign a free agent this offseason. Maybe. And, like, they've, I think they've Boogie. done well enough. I'll bring Boogie <laughs> back. Bring him back. They have to resign uh, Cauley Stein, I think. I don't think they'd give him a lot of money, right? He doesn't. I mean, he's okay. That's why I think he's like a 15 to 20 mil guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably less. 18. I'm I probably like over exaggerating that. No, I mean, with the way the market and inflation of the cap. Uh, 15 to 20? He's probably going to make like, yeah, exactly that. I give him like a three year deal. 15, I do like 15, 17, 19, like go up two mil every year, and then sign. I wouldn't sign Boogie. I'd maybe go after Kawhi. You it's not have, gonna happen though. You don't think so? No. Even like Sacramento's nice. I just it's still Southern Southern California. Yeah. No, but no, it's not. I I don't know. He just I think he has his sights set on LA. Am I correct on that? It's it's Southern California, right? Um, I mean it's the capital of the state. Yeah. Which I figured was in Southern California. Being um, like the nicest part of LA or nicest part of California. It could be like in the middle of San Francisco and LA. Um, Hold on, we're we're looking this up. This is important it's, stuff. It's northern, northern, yeah, yeah. I, when I north. said it, I kind of thought about it and was like, yeah, I'm not gonna be right about this. So we just cleared that up. Yeah, it's not in Southern California for all those people that are like yelling into your podcast right now. Like, it's I mean, not. it's not that far north of San Francisco though. Okay, so it's it is north of San Francisco though. Yeah. Okay, so anybody that was about to get onto me and like write a comment and say it's. You know, Sacramento's a northern dummy. Yeah, we we fixed it. So we're not go geography ahead, majors. Go ahead and replay your podcast. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, so okay, to get back on Trey Young and yeah. Luca, uh, Luke. Uh, there's a great piece by Mark Stein uh, in the New York Times. He's the NBA writer for the New York Times, um, and he just wrote like they met up in uh, at the All Star break or the all-star weekend in charlotte mm-hmm. uh for the first time since the trade like besides like playing on the floor against each other it's like the first time they've like hung out and they didn't even talk about the trade it, it wasn't a big thing for them they just talked about video games and like basketball yep. as a whole i Trey's love a fort or no luca's a Fortnite guy and trey's, trey's not he's a 2k guy trey is a 2k guy which i honestly like, i got i expected that yeah luca just has like this fun like personality trey I, probably is one of those guys that just Plays with himself and shoots whole court shots the whole game. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, he's just that guy who's going to sit, like, wherever the console is and just, like, sit there and, like, 
play a million games, like play franchise mode. Yeah. He's like rebuilding the Hawks with himself. He's like making him a 99 overall. It would be really awkward if he traded himself to another <laughs> team. It's like, Trey, what are you trying to tell tell the Hawks? About? He like puts it on Twitter like, just traded myself to Phoenix. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. Am I right? <laughs> Hashtag at DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> at Devin Booker. Yep. He'd be he'd be kind of low key dirty on the Suns. Yeah, but that team already has no defense. Yeah, God, they'd be so. so they'd be like Young, one of the worst it? defensive teams of all time. They're right now. They already are. Add Trey and Young just add. They just add and make it worse. Yeah, let's be honest. Trey Young has no defense. No, but neither did Curry. His first couple of years. No, but Curry he was didn't a win very rookie of the year. Did he? Mm-hmm. He didn't win rookie of the year, did he? No. Yeah. There was a lot of rookies that class. I can't remember who won in 09. That was 09. I can't remember. I'm not even going to look it up at this point. But he definitely didn't. I think Trey, like I said, gives me another month of what he's been doing. He you know breaks a couple more records or even has like just 30 point games in a row. I would I would definitely put him. And he's clearly the leader of this team. Like he's taking over that role. John Collins had like this great Who's run. Derrick Rose, what the heck? <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> Derrick Rose was like a beast those first three years. Yeah. And the you know, you had the rookie of the year season, then a MVP. pretty good season, then MVP, and yep. then it just shoop, all the way down. Yeah. And then he kind of picked it up this year. Yeah. He's in the beginning. Well. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I Trey, you know, plays the way he is for the rest of the season. I think he's got a good argument. But question, what would it take for Luca to solidify this? If Trey's gonna do what he's gonna do. If Luca has another like <clears throat> it's you know, it's I can't remember who it was, but he had I think it was against Houston. Where, like, the Mavericks were down a few points, and Luka, like, single-handedly won them that game. If he has another one of those types of games where he just literally carries his team to that win and has another, you know, big moment, uh, I think it's his. I agree with that. I think for Trey, it's more about stats. And see, I think for Luka... If the Hawks had won that quadruple overtime game, you I know, that one. would have been Trey's moment. I think it still is. It, it is, but, you know, the Hawks didn't win. Uh, yeah, which which, but it's not of his fault of his own. And then he still had a great overtime. He had, like, the first two overtimes he was good, and then, like, three and four he just kind of, like, shut it down. I think yeah. he was tired. He already had 49, 47 or 49 at that point, so he was he was gassed. Um, I, I believe that's his moment. Like, that moment for me, <clears throat> and to sound objective as an Atlanta sports fan – that moment is up there with Ronald Acuna's Grand Slam. Like for this year as oh, a Ronald collection Acuna. as a collection of moments for Atlanta sports, that Trey Young shot is up there with Ronald Acuna's Grand Slam. That was a great Grand Slam. Yeah. I Any still I will slam. go back and watch those two highlights like for a, a long time. Yeah. It's still his moment. Yeah, it sucks that he didn't win the game and that definitely like, takes away from it like a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it like totally affects like the way that that moment was set up like he he was the only one to touch that ball in that possession he was just dribbling around took the shot almost from the logo and just drained it yeah and like he's like you know doing this saying it's my city like it's just it's his moment that's his yeah. signature moment to this point yeah now with Luca, it's gonna be all about moments if he can have two good moments where like like you said he takes over the team and like wins games then yeah he wins it but for Trey, if he continues to do these 30-point game, 10-assist-type games for the next month, it's going to be hard to say he didn't win. Yeah. It's going to be a hard vote. Like, last year's vote was hard. I'm going to say, just to be safe, I'm still going to vote Luka. Okay. But I'm, I'm, not, discount, I'm not counting Trey out. We should, you know what we should do? We should do, like, we have a, a good amount of NBA fans in that class. When the uh, like the end of the year, let's do like a mini award show. Like vote, <laughs> like let's a- like let's actually like I'll actually ask Suggs about this because it'd be like a nice thing if you're like a writer and you get to vote for stuff. I think it's like a that's an important cool. part. That'd be cool. You, you know, we'll do like a mini award show. Like we'll tally up all the votes and mm-hmm. like see who wins. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd actually like that. Yeah, it'd be like bring a nice that up little, to Welch. I will. I'll talk to him today. I'm actually seeing him in like an hour. Well, actually, speaking of time, I gotta leave in like 
10-ish minutes. 10-ish minutes? Okay, so we got 10 minutes to do power rankings, yeah, and then we're good to go. Uh, I'll let you start. Um, yes. I've got mine ready to go. So so I'm just going to run down this list. Um, and our lists are pretty similar. Yeah. Um, I know we both are pretty low on uh, Indiana right now. Um, yes, we are. But my number one, obviously Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milwaukee is the best team in the league right now. Um, unless something, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, like, gets his leg amputated. And <laughs> they'll still be the best team in the league. Yeah. Right now. Um, Golden State, number two. Uh, Toronto, number three. Uh, I think our top, like, five is pretty much the same. I think so. I know you have it. You have it a little bit different. Because you have Denver at four. I do have. I have Denver at four. And I have Philly at four. Yeah. So I have Milwaukee one, Golden State two, Toronto three, Denver four. I have Philadelphia five. And then I have Houston at six. And Houston, I'm... And I have Houston above Denver. See, I'm I'm pretty... Uh, I don't know what to think about Houston right now. Because, like, they just had a really slow start to the season. But Harden is just... And they're wow. winning. And they're, they're winning games. They won a big game last night against Toronto in Toronto. It's not like Harden's putting up these empty numbers. Like, they're winning games. Yeah. And it's because of him. So That's why I would put them at five over Denver. I, again, I'm not a huge Denver fan. Like, I just Denver don't. Denver is just one of those. Like, they're really good. They're just boring to watch. They're yeah. Nothing, Jokic is fun. Special. No, Jokic is fun to watch. His post moves are, like, insane. But the rest of that team is just boring. Like, I, I don't care about Jamal Murray. I don't care about, like, Paul Millsap would be the only other player I'd really care about on that team mm-hmm. just because of the Atlanta tie. No. But I wouldn't care about Will Barton or any of those guys. Yeah, that's fair. I just, I'd like to see what would happen because it looks like. Um, now, if they make this playoff run, like, I wouldn't be shocked because they've had this great year. They have. But with that being said, I don't see it. Yeah. It won't happen, in my opinion. Yeah. It just won't. So, yeah. So, we have Houston at six. I think they could easily be four. Mm-hmm. That four through six range is, like, pretty narrow. Um, in fact, I'm really tempted to just put Houston above Philly right now. <laughs> but I'm not, because Philly's starting five is better than Houston's. Yes. Um, and that'll really – that's important when it comes to the playoffs. Um, so, Philly five, Houston six. I got OKC at seven. Um, which I think we both had OKC mm-hmm. at seven. Yep. Uh, I actually I have um, Utah at eight. That one I don't agree with. Yeah, I I mm-hmm. like Utah. Um, they're kind of doing the same thing they did last year, where they had a bit of a slow start, but uh, to, as they got closer to the playoffs, they kind of caught fire a little bit. They beat OKC, um, and then I they who did they play? The Warriors. Yeah. And then uh, no, 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 no. They played the Rockets. And they took one away. They they took one away from. They the took Rockets. the first game. Yeah. And then after that, it was a, a no. It was a rout. Yeah. So a gentleman's sweep. Um, but that team team definitely overachieved. Mm-hmm. I think this team is could overachieve a little bit. Um, and I just I'm I love Quinn Snyder. I just I love Donovan Mitchell. He's one of my favorite players in the league. I like Donovan. Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like Utah. Um, and then I got Portland at 9 and Boston at 10. Okay. Um, so every team in that top 10 I have, but definitely in different order. So Milwaukee's one. Yeah. They have to be. Yeah. Again, Giannis could be the best player in this league easily. Like it's, It may not even be a debate at this point who is – They're like, the only he, team in the league that's clinched a playoff. They're 48-14. Right Last 16. year they were the seven – the seventh seed, yeah. and they jump up to number one. Well, they almost beat Boston. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they played well against Boston as a seventh seed. Yeah, but now we're seeing the like the full rise. Yeah, and it's and Giannis seeing, is unstoppable. You're seeing the impact that a good coach can have on yeah. a team like that because, like last year, they had relatively the same team, but uh, Jason Kidd just is not that good of a coach. No, Jason Kidd is a terrible coach. Replace him with Mike Budenholzer. Who's one coach of the year before with a worse team in Atlanta? And you're seeing I would I wouldn't say worse team. Milwaukee is a better team than that. Atlanta. Milwaukee's a better team. I don't like to sound worse. Like we were pretty good. 
Yeah, and then we got swept. And then we got swept. Yeah. Okay, well, we don't have to talk about it. (laughs) Uh, Golden State's number two, clearly. Yeah. um, For reasons that I don't even have to say. They have five all-stars. If it wasn't for Milwaukee doing so well, they'd be number one every week. Um, I would say, who would I have at three? Toronto. If I could see that list, so I just make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Yeah, so Toronto's number three uh, at 46 and 19, two and a half back of Milwaukee. I still, I think Milwaukee will win the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, but I wouldn't be shocked if Toronto went on this mini run because they played well last night. I watched the game uh, and they had a great third quarter and then they just imploded. Mm. And it's probably a lot of it has to do with like the Rockets are finally getting back into their groove, which is why at number four I'm putting the Rockets. Okay. The Rockets are all the way up at four. Because they, yes, they did not have Chris Paul and Capella for a while, and James Harden carried that team. Mm-hmm. Now, with those two back, they're going to be very similar to how they played last year. Like, I'm watching their games, and it looks exactly like they played last year. Mm-hmm. They're finally figuring it out without their other wing players that were so good last year, without Mbamute, Mute, without Trevor Ariza. They're starting to figure it out, and that's scary. Because yeah. I really would love to see them in the finals. Like, they were a great story last year. Do you think this is a better Rockets team than last year? No. Yeah. No. So. Last year's Rocket team was better because they had those two wing players. Yeah. I'm just saying they figured it out without those guys. Yeah. Because they really didn't add anybody, like, past that. They still, their f- starting five is the same with Tucker, uh, Chris Paul, Harden, Capella, and. Uh... No, it's not the same because they have, they have some weird player. Uh, house, yeah, Daryl House or something, yeah, something weird, um, yeah, but they figured it out. So very, very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Philly's number five. They have one of the best starting fives in the NBA. Really, mm-hmm. if you wanted to, there are many Warriors. If you want to compare them to that, like they have four or five different All Stars yeah. in that starting five. I think the only All Star they don't have is um, I don't think. Tobias wasn't an all-star, but he should have been. He should have been an all-star. But he wasn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, he's played well enough to be an all-star. Yeah. Like, all five, of those Warriors, all five of those Warriors weren't all-stars. Draymond wasn't. Not this year. No. no. But he's been an all-star. I no. think Tobias was an all-star. Oh, he wasn't an all-star this year, either. So they've had three. Yeah. So, really, like, uh, Philly, I guess Philly had three, too. So. But I don't think Tobias has ever made an all-star game. Maybe not. It wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me. I mean, he's he been didn't. in the league for a while, but he, this is his best year. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, and he still didn't make it. That's sad. That's yeah. really sad. Uh, number six is Denver. That's fair. I have. Like to, I said, I have to put to Denver. Range. Yeah, I have to put Denver there. Like, I feel bad moving them all the way down, but I just don't. Below Philly, I would at least put them above Philly. I think. I think Philly's better than them just because of the starting five. I think they're starting five is a lot solid better. Too, they're solid, but I mean they're not the name brand that Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. They have a better bench. That'd be the only reason I would put them above, but definitely not because of the starting five. Like Denver's starting five is solid, but then you go look at Philly's starting five. You've got Tobias Harris as like your your worst player in your starting five. That's pretty good. Yeah. You have Jimmy Butler, you have Ben Simmons, and you have Joel Embiid, and Joel Embiid is still playing really well. Mm-hmm. Like his stats are like Shaq numbers. Then you have a nice shooter in Reddick. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of flexibility in that. There one. is a lot of flexibility. So Reddick would be the worst player in that starting five. Yeah. But Tobias Harris. But you know, then, on another still, team would be like the second best player on the starting. Well, JJ's five. still putting up like 18 a game, and he's literally like the fifth option. Yeah, that's so, incredible. Yeah. So yeah, Philly's above Denver for that reason. Uh, Oklahoma City would be number seven yeah. for me. Um, I like OKC. OKC. They'll I make really it at least like. the second round. Yeah. Um, I really hope they make the Western Conference Finals. I would love to see Paul George and Westbrook going up against Durant for, like, the last time. Yeah. Because he's going to New York, so they're not going to play in the playoffs ever unless both teams made the finals. Nope. So this will be the last time we get a chance to yeah. see Russell and KD in a playoff series before yeah. it's all said and done, which we haven't that's yet. That's a good point. That's a good point. So I really hope that Oklahoma unless, City... Uh, KD just goes back to the Thunder. <laughs> God. Whoa, no, he'll never man. do that. He'll never do that. Oh, he's he's too rich and powerful now. He will never go back to that city. Yeah. Um, where am I at? Eight. Yeah. I put Portland at eight. I really like their backcourt. Um, I think they're one of the better teams in the Western Conference. I think they'll make a run. Again, they'll make the second like they're round. They're the same team as last year, though. They're the same team as last year. They're not going to get any further. Yeah. But they're still good. 
It doesn't change. That's why I put good. Utah above them because, you know, Utah overachieved last year. Um, they're, you know, on paper better. You know, their record, they might finish with less wins. They had, what, 48 or 50 last year. Mm. Um, so they'll probably they'll definitely finish with less wins, but I think honestly this Utah team is better than last year. I hope they play in a playoff series so we can just argue that. Yeah, Portland, <laughs> Utah, and honestly, I would I would take Utah in that series. I would probably take Portland. Oh, yeah. Well, right. I would put my life savings on the fact that one of those teams is going to win. A one playoff. of those teams will win a series <laughs> if they play against each other. And I believe that team will be Utah. God. <laughs> It's just great. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start introducing that like <laughs> as a bet. Yeah. It's like I bet I that believe, this will happen, and I believe that it will be that it will happen this way. <laughs> we have to say it in that exact order. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. Yeah. Okay, so where am I? Number eight. Yeah. Uh, number so eight. You said Portland. At yeah, eight. Portland at Portland at eight. Nine would be Boston. I, as much as I've crapped on Boston. So far, I still have faith in them. I still have faith in Tatum. Still have faith in Kyrie somewhat. Uh, And they, I mean, there was a great quote last night from Kyrie. When we're, you know, we haven't been playing well together. So they understand they don't play well together. But when we do and we're having fun like tonight, we can't be beat. They'll make a run, but I don't think it'll be past the second round. That's fair. They'll They'll make a really good case in the first round. Like, okay, they're back. And then they'll place like either Philly or Milwaukee and just get absolutely obliterated. Yeah, that's my that would be my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then the last team, <laughs> Utah. Ah, uh, you're not gonna like what I'm oh, about no. to say. Don't say Clippers. Don't uh, say yeah. I'm Don't say, say the Clippers. Yeah, I'm gonna say the Los Angeles Clippers. No. Uh, well, it's been it's been fun. Don't yeah. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Uh, Utah. Okay. Utah Thank number ten. I saw like I saw your face when I was like I, I just wanted to see <sighs> your reaction. Uh, Utah at 10. I like the Clippers, but Utah's better. Yeah, I really like – Patrick Beverly, like, just made me laugh <laughs> yeah. the other day when he was just like, – That alone. LeBron. That alone is the reason they should be in the number 10 spot. Yeah. No, Utah is definitely number 10. Um, Donovan Mitchell – oh, excuse me. Donovan Mitchell is a fantastic player. Uh, Quinn Snyder, great coach. Great coach. Um, I don't think they'll make a huge run in this well, playoff. Well, you never know. They it's could, really going to depend on who they, they draw. They could flunk out of the first round, or they could make the Western Conference Finals. It just depends on who they draw. Like, yeah. last year I feel like they got lucky with an Oklahoma City team that just wasn't ready. Yeah, but it was, you know, they the way they beat them. They beat them in, like, five. Yeah. Like, OKC took game No, they beat them in six. One. Well, no, OKC took game one, and then Utah. Utah won three straight, and then Oklahoma City won in game five. Because oh. Utah was up in that game, and then... Oklahoma City had to come back to win. And then they played in Utah and got destroyed. I remember that because I was actually – it was during Mm G-Day for game six. Yeah. And I was here and just like not in a great state at a bar and watching that game. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best way I can say that. Um, Yeah, so that rounds that out. Uh, I liked your list too. I think there's a couple of differences between us, but uh, definitely the top three or four spots – uh, I mean, we have on. the same team. Yeah. Order. So what and we'll I, do? We're both very high on Houston, and we're yes. both very high on um on Milwaukee. Yeah, I think we're low on Boston. Very low. As yeah, a low as a team that should be in the top five, yeah, they should be top low. five. Yeah. You put low. them at nine. I put them at ten. So. Yeah. Do you want to give like an eleventh team? If I had to pick, I'd 11th, say Sacramento. In the league. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Sacramento's playing really well. Out, either Sacramento or Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I give it to Sacramento barely, just because I love their young core, and I think they're like yeah, they're like playing this year. Based on this year, I would take the Clippers. They've won. Okay, Clippers have won three. Okay, yeah, it'd be the Clippers. They're seven and three, while the Kings are four and six in the last ten. Yeah. Detroit's eight and two in their last ten. What the heck? Blake Griffin's like going off all of a sudden. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. this was good. I yeah, appreciate you having it. on again, man. Yes, sir. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to re- we'll meet back up in about a month. It'll yeah. be about playoff time. We'll do one more power ranking before the playoff starts, and then we'll do we'll probably do like a playoff preview. That'll be a round final exam, so I want to like just squeeze that one in, even if it's like 30 minutes, okay. just to like go over all the series. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we'll just 
we'll do that. Yeah, man. Hey, again, appreciate you coming on, man. It's always a pleasure. Always. Thank a you guys for listening. I believe this is episode ten. I lost count. <laughs> I said it on the last one. I lost count, so it doesn't seem as bad. But yeah, this is another episode of College Dorm Sports. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Monty Rice coming on. Yeah. Three weeks. Yeah, after spring break, right? Did you after talk spring to the PR break, guy? I did. Okay. So and we're, and so we're we should be go. we should be good to go. I'm just waiting on Monty to make sure he's good for that day, um, and then we'll be good. So yeah, me and Alex will be interviewing Monty Rice yeah. right before G Day, a month before G Day, which will be fun. We'll talk yeah. about uh, Alabama versus Georgia. Is this the year they're going to get over the hump? Yeah. Uh, you know how it was like going to the Rose Bowl. I actually like playoff the, all that. I'd like to pick his brain a little bit on what happened and. Um, in the SEC championship. Of course. Oh, of yeah. course. So, we're going to we're going to talk to him about a lot. Lots to come, lots to come. Lots to come. We'll be talking uh baseball here in, in a couple weeks with Sam Walter. Um and I'm trying to get Zach on. Yeah, Zach's busy. Zach's Zach busy. is super busy. Yeah. I'm going to text him in a couple weeks and be like, "Hey, like he, whenever he you knows want his stuff with basketball." So, yeah. we should try and get him on with the playoff show. Oh yeah. We'll try and get them on as as quick as we can. All right, man. Again, thank you so much. Uh, CDS episode, question mark. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.